0: samantha
1: and you're listening to
0: reaper tales and today is a bonus episode where i'm gonna talk about the origins of the easter bunny but before we get into that montana what are we drinking uh what are you drinking
1: (laughs) what am i drinking (laughs) uh so funny we decided to do a bonus episode for you guys because uh hi we love you um and also, so I was
0: really curious after the last
1: episode. <laughs> yeah. Also, we uh, we're recording on Easter evening, so you're welcome. You will probably get this on Monday. Um, unfortunately, it won't be on Easter, which I imagine everybody's pretty busy, so you won't listen to it anyway. Anyway, it'll be it'll
0: be more interesting. You can focus.
1: Yeah. What we are drinking is called the Easter Bunny shot. Because why not? Uh, The ingredients are one hollow chocolate bunny, two fresh strawberries, one and one half ounces of vanilla vodka, one half ounce Bailey's Irish cream, one half ounce heavy cream, a fourth of an ounce of simple syrup and chocolate shavings for garnish. What you're going to do is remove the ears from the um, chocolate bunny (laughs) and set aside. I know. Well, we all eat
0: The ears ears, are the first to go. It
1: doesn't matter.
0: For those of you that are listening on Monday, when you get home, let's be honest, the ears are already gone. So
1: you already did half the work. Those ears. Uh, In a, um, in a mixing, in a shaker or whatever, muddle your strawberries Add the vanilla vodka, Irish cream, heavy cream, simple syrup, and ice, and shake until well chilled. Strain into a chocolate bunny, garnish with shavings from the amputated ears, Uh and enjoy. So, right before we got online, I told Samantha, or right before we started recording, I told Samantha not to look at a picture that I sent her. I, on
0: i have a feeling I, mean, I know what this picture is
1: didn't follow instructions when it came to <laughs> making this drink i it, i came very close like okay you guys don't understand we recorded an episode right before this uh i had a very morbid theme for the drink and <laughs> i got i got things wrong listen so we didn't do a theme drink but i made the the drink but I had leftover strawberry puree, which is what I used in place of muddling fresh strawberries. Um, but that's not the only thing I did. I didn't have regular, simple syrup. Well, I did, but I chose toasted caramel simple syrup from um, the Asheville uh, what is that Asheville cultivated cocktails because they have like some of the best stuff. I did the Baileys, I did the uh, vanilla vodka, but I also added cream de cocoa in it, and I actually made it into a drink kay. instead of a shot. So, Samantha, you can look at that picture. You can also see that I have quite a lovely drink with looks bunny similar. ear shavings on top.
0: <laughs> you did the bunny ear
1: shavings. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Cheers. But doesn't it look good? Let's see. Let's see if it tastes good. It does have chunks of strawberry in there because I didn't mix it very well.
0: It does look it does look good, but the picture's pretty funny.
1: The poor bunny. Yeah, I did amputate a bunny to make this, but I didn't use the bunny for a shot. Um
0: let's be Hi, honest you just wanted to eat potato bunnies ears
1: <laughs> i mean maybe uh, bunnies, like i said you bunny, guys, let's
0: clar- clarify
1: you guys listen to friday's episode you know that i'm terrified of bunnies it's a thing uh this is very delicious if you guys listen i want a sponsorship from cultivated cocktails so if you guys <laughs> like having like fancy cocktails at a reasonable price Go and tell them that you heard from Reaper Tills that <laughs> they have had it for you. Anyway, let's hear about the bunny. Oh, all, the right. all right. Hopefully, not the scary version like I had. No,
0: no, not scary at all. So, today, dear listeners, as a special bonus episode, I'm going to go through the origins of the Easter Bunny, or at least the origins that I could find. I thought this might be interesting for those of you that have never known where the tradition came from, and especially for those of you who thought about it after our last episode, like me. Many people today don't concern themselves with where our traditions came from or why, but it's something that's fascinated me since I first heard of Krampus. This one, though, is one that's actually bugged me since childhood, so hopefully this will answer all the questions that you may have. So let's jump in. Let's do it. Let's hop in. Why not?
1: Oh, my God. No, (sighs) that's so lame. I'm cutting that. I'm not cutting that. I make (laughs) worse jokes all the time. Let's go. Yes, you do. (laughs) So
0: as most people know, but not everybody necessarily, Easter is celebrated as a religious holiday. And it's based on Passover, as this is how the story unfolded in the Bible. So that part's pretty straightforward as far as the timing. Not going to go through that whole story here because, one, most people know it. Two, I'm not going to get into a religious debate conversation because that's not what this podcast is about. And most importantly, three, this episode is about the Easter bunny, not the holiday itself. Though I'll also share some tidbits about the traditions that we follow.
1: I just, I wanted um, Jesus zombie. I thought that's what this was going to be. For (laughs) for anyone listening, I made a zombie. Oh gosh, you should not admit (laughs) to this. Because I thought it was about Easter, not the Easter Bunny, because I'm fucking delusional.
0: (laughs) I'm not about to have a whole episode about Easter. No, thank you. Go go to Sunday service if that is what you're looking for. Yeah. So on to more information about the traditions of the holiday. To start, Easter is often thought synonymously with spring and new life. Thus, it's not surprising that flowers and eggs would also be part of the traditional Easter festivities. They both have been symbol, symbols of fertility as well, which is also something that's synonymous with spring. growth, According to history.com, regarding the Easter egg tradition, Easter is a religious holiday, but some of its customs, such as Easter eggs, are likely linked to pagan traditions. The egg, an ancient symbol of new life, has been associated with pagan festivals celebrating spring. From a Christian perspective, Easter eggs are said to represent Jesus's emergence from the tomb and resurrection, although I don't really get that, but sure. Decorating eggs for Easter is a tradition that dates back to at least the 13th century, according to some sources. One explanation for this custom is that eggs were formerly a forbidden food during Lent, so people would paint and decorate them to mark the end of the period of penance and fasting, and then eat them on Easter as a celebration. Easter egg hunts and egg rolling are two popular egg-related traditions. In the U.S., which this it's always been weird to me what, ever wait, since I learned about it. What
1: are it. egg rollings?
0: <clears throat> about to get to it. In okay. the U.S., the White House Easter Egg Roll, a race in which children push decorated hard-boiled eggs across the White House, House lawn, is an annual event held on, held the Monday after Easter. The first official White House Egg Roll occurred in 1878 when Rutherford B. Hayes was president. The event has no religious significance <laughs> although some people have considered egg rolling symbolic of the stone blocking jesus's tomb being rolled away leading to his resurrection or I think releasing that's just kind of,
1: zombie jesus like i think oh my god i think
0: that's just people just making things fit a, a narrative <sighs> honestly but you know whatever probably so that's that's the egg side of it um thus a bunny obviously with its amazing reproductive abilities that we all are aware of is an obvious animal to fit in with these festivities as well. In Europe.
1: Wait, can we just talk about the simple fact that as children, <laughs> we knew that bunnies, like, reproduce so well because we heard in some way or another they fucked like bunnies? Not in those words, but, like, basically. Hopefully not.
0: But yeah. some of us, yeah, basically. Yeah,
1: like, we all knew, like... Com-
0: some of us had pet bunnies and learned that. All too well.
1: <laughs> I
0: think they we have, have, a uh, yeah, I have a
1: lot of babies. Now that a lot of bunnies. Uh, I feel like everybody had a pet bunny at some point. Anything
0: or- that is a, of the rodent total. family is very good at reproducing. There's a reason for it.
1: Uh, that's gross. Um, but yeah, children shouldn't. Well, maybe they should know that bunnies. Fuck. <laughs> what no
0: y'all and that was free in Europe <laughs> the <Easter bunny> is... <laughs> and this so is what <laughs> and children in Europe the Easter Bunny is known as the Easter hare. The hare has had many roles in various traditions, rituals, and religions throughout time. Hares were given ritual burials just like humans during the Neolithic age, which I didn't know. According the, to the Smithsonianmag.com, archaeologists have interpreted this as a religious ritual which with hairs representing rebirth. So, okay.
1: Uh, no, I'm sorry. How could <laughs> they get anything done if there are that many bunnies' hairs whatever? They're constantly having ritual bearings, bearings for these fucking animals.
0: I have no idea. It's, oh it's maybe a, one was buried with, with a human. I don't know. I don't really know how that works.
1: That's do not ever, first off, don't bury me. You know that. I already know that.
0: Don't I'll let have a, a
1: bunny near me. Bunny, I'll friend. have a
0: bunny cremated with you. All right.
1: If you do that, I'm haunting you. Actually, You're already going to haunt you. me. We already know that.
0: You can't threaten me with that. That doesn't work. That ship has sailed. And over a thousand years later, during the Iron Age, other ritual burials were still common. And in 51 BCE, Julius Caesar mentioned that in Britain, hares were not eaten due to their religious significance. Also, in classic in classical Greek tradition, hares were sacred to Aphrodite, the goddess of love. In fact, Aphrodite's son Eros was often depicted carrying a hare as a symbol of unquenchable desire.
1: Sure, (laughs) he plays it a lot. (laughs)
0: Nothing turns you on like seeing a rabbit. (laughs)
1: I don't, I think it just scares me.
0: <laughs> to each his own.
1: <laughs> Men are so delusional, even a god can't get her right.
0: <laughs> They're definitely, definitely delusional. <laughs> even to the Renaissance, hairs were often symbols of sexuality in, liter- in literature and art. As an example, um, the Virgin Mary is shown with a white hair or rabbit, symbolizing that she overcame sexual temptation.
1: Wait, no, but she had, wait. Hang on.
0: She did eventually, but actually, in some religions that we're not going to mention, they believed that she remained a virgin her entire life, which isn't true because Jesus had brothers and sisters. Uh, but neither here nor there.
1: It, it doesn't, it, like, it doesn't, there's nothing that is less of a turn outside of like somebody shitting their pants and like barfing on you. I can't imagine a bunny like turning me on. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's a rabbit. I have to bang <laughs> right now. Like what? <gasps> no, I'm I'm
0: I am not presenting this as my beliefs. I am just presenting you with the facts. Wait,
1: no. What if it was just as like one of those symbols, like when you get on um those uh, dating apps? I I ended up with my partner right before dating apps became popular. So I don't I don't know if this is how it works, but this is how I'm assuming it works. But when you go to, like, somebody's, like, dating profile and it says DTF, what if that was, like, the symbol for DTF (laughs) back in the day? Like, you just carried around the rabbit and then you were like, oh, yeah, that bitch is DTF.
0: Well, you know, there's other symbols like upside down pineapples and things like that. And now some people that are listening to this podcast are scratching their head because they didn't know that was a symbol. But yeah, there's, there's those things. I don't think rabbits is one of them, though, um, unless I am really out of the loop, because I don't remember that being a thing when oh, I
1: Oh, just, just to clarify, because I know we have uh, a few older listeners, uh, DTF means down to fuck.
0: I don't think anybody <laughs> needed that explained if they heard you say it.
1: Thank you for clarifying. Uh, you're welcome.
0: It is your bedtime. According to SmithsonianMagazine.com, again, It's the folk traditions of England and Germany that the figure of the hare is specifically connected to Easter. Accounts from the 1600s in Germany describe children hunting for Easter eggs hidden by the Easter hare, much as it is in the U.S. today. Written accounts from England around the same time also mention the Easter hare, particularly in terms of traditional Easter hare hunts and the eating of hare meat at Easter. One tradition, known as hare pie scramble, which
1: sounds disgusting
0: <laughs> that's what i was thinking was held at halliton a vi- village in <laughs> you
1: got it i believe in you
0: i'm <laughs> <laughs> glad you do lyche lyce tire shire
1: Leicestershire,
0: Ly- Leicestershire, maybe england um it involved eating a pie made with hair meat and people scrambling for a slice In 1790, the local parson tried to stop the custom due to its pagan associations. Where have we heard that before? But he was unsuccessful, and the custom continues in that village until this day. The eating of the hare may have been associated with various long-standing folk traditions of scaring away witches at Easter. Throughout Northern Europe, folk traditions record a strong belief that witches would often take the form of a hare, usually for causing mischief such as stealing milk from neighbor's cows, because that's... The most mischievous thing you can think of, I guess. Witches in medieval Europe were said to be able to suck out the life energy of others, making them ill.
1: I couldn't imagine like stealing um, cow milk and getting away with it because I would just be running away while I shit my pants. It <laughs> would just be a trail directly to me.
0: That's why y- you didn't live there and that it wouldn't <laughs> have worked out. Maybe in a previous life. The idea that the witches of winter should be banished at Easter is a common European folk motif, by the way. If you hear a lot of laughing or shouting in the background, my stepkids and my husband are watching The Walking Dead without me right now. Really? Um, so, yeah, that's, that's going on in case you hear anything in the background. Calling them out. It's fine. The spring equinox, with its promise of new life, was held symbolically in opposition to the life-draining activities of witches and winter. Because obviously those two go hand in hand. Do they? No. I mean, how can you simultaneously associate hares with witches when hares mean fertility? And then also winter with witches when winter is supposed to mean death. You can't. Mm-hmm. But, that doesn't but make wait. sense
1: but then also you have all these religions who are basing like their holiday on a hair hiding eggs for children to find which also can we talk about the fact that it symbolizes fertility and we're having children find these eggs is this not like what is this
0: there's a whole lot of mind-boggling things going on <laughs> is all i can say
1: something seems very wrong about this situation there's a lot
0: of things that seem very wrong about it this idea provides the underlying rationale behind various festivities and rituals, such as the Osterfeuer or Easter fire, a celebration in Germany involving large outdoor bonfires meant to scare away witches.
1: Typically, a so, rationale is supposed to be like reasonable,
0: isn't nah, it? Nah, nah. Not when it deals with witches. I don't think so. I think rationale goes out the window. In, in Sweden, popular folklore states that at Easter, the witches all fly away on their broomsticks to feast and dance with the devil on the legendary Isle of Blackla in the Baltic Sea.
1: That sounds like a really good time. I could get on board with that.
0: You know, this and the whole Perchta thing is is right up there. I would totally...
1: What go if you just, it. like, went to sleep that night and, like, a broom came and kept tapping you awake and you're like, fuck, oh, I'm a witch. I gotta go hang out a with the devil tonight. <laughs> i be back in a little
0: bit. Don't wait up. <laughs> now for the pa- real pagan org- origins that I was able to find. In 1835, Jacob Grimm, who you might recognize as one of the famous writers from Brothers- the go ahead. Brothers Grimm, said that the Easter hare was connected to a goddess he imagines would have been called Ostara in ancient German. This name was derived from the Anglo-Saxon goddess Eostre, who Bede, an early medieval monk, believed was the father of English history, and mentioned him in 731 CE. Bede, Bede Bede, I don't know, noted that in 8th century England, the month of April was called Eorstermonoth or Month, after the goddess He, I'm I'm assuming that this is kind of where Easter comes from somehow um, because it's it's sort of spelled somewhat like it. Um, He wrote that a pagan festival of spring in the name of the goddess had become assimilated into the Christian celebration of the resurrection of Christ. While most European languages refer to the Christian holiday with names that come from the Jewish holiday of Passover, which would make sense, such as uh, Pakis in French or Pask in Swedish, German and English languages retain this order, non-biblical word, Easter. And I always wondered where Easter came from because it's not really anywhere in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Recent archaeological research appears to confirm the worship of Eos Eelster in parts of England and Germany with the hare as her main symbol the Easter bunny therefore seems to recall these pre-Christian celebrations of spring heralded by the vernal equinox and personified by the goddess Eostre. after a long cold northern winter it seems natural enough for people to celebrate themes of resurrection and rebirth the flowers are are blooming the birds are laying eggs and baby bunnies are hopping about As new life emerges in spring, the Easter bunny hops back once again, providing a long withstanding cultural symbol to remind us of the cycles and stages of our own lives.
1: Could they not like pick something else? I mean, there's butterflies. (laughs) Well,
0: butterflies don't live very long either.
1: Well, okay.
0: Three days or something.
1: Neither did bunnies. They're just they at least live live years. Like people actually actively kill them. Deer, maybe they kill them too. Like could you not I, I don't know who looked at a bunny and was like, that's cute. And if anybody has a bunny, I'm sorry. Like
0: it is cute. S- they are some cute. of them
1: are cute, but it's just like I've been bit by a bunch of bunnies. Also, I've been They can be mean.
0: Oh, they can be mean. There's no doubt about that.
1: By the image of bunnies. Speaking of which, I have to send you a picture real quick. I'm I'm just interrupting this entire podcast to get send out me a picture. my my bunny um thoughts um i will tell you what this is offline we'll pause after you look at this image but i need your reaction to it
0: so you're gonna pause after i look at it okay
1: yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not cute <laughs> it's what fucking nightmares that's are made of
0: terrifying. is this somebody you know yes oh no i thought so
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah there was somebody made a something made out oh, of Oh
0: no, a don't bunny. do that. Don't do and, that. Uh,
1: it is quite terrifying. Why yeah, are the eyes so small? There. Uh yeah. They're why so they, small. Why are they so small? The ears are together? so
0: small. Well, this the head should be smaller to be proportionate to everything else. It's, I think I think that's where we went wrong. But okay.
1: I mean I, I see you I sent you. Let me just tell you
0: it is better than anything I could come up with. I will say that.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh no. This one. Yeah, is fine. This one's cute though, but also a little, a little scary. Yeah, it's still a little scary. That other one was. Fine. Yeah, I, I, I remember you sending me that one. Yeah, that was
1: terrifying. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is why I hate Easter because anything you make. Oh, no, like
0: there are cute things that have been made. Although peeps are not one of them. Don't get me started.
1: And I peeps are delicious. I we can hate right now. something
0: really wrong with you you hate bunnies but you love peeps i'm very peeps disturbed are at the
1: little ducks and i will you should
0: have done the episode we recorded before this at this point you're a mm-hmm. terrible terrible person okay moving on so what about the fact uh that this crazy bunny just goes around hiding eggs and giving kids baskets filled with chocolate and candy
1: he sounds like he should be on a watch list like i'm not gonna lie
0: It's a little odd. According to History.com, according to some sources, the Easter Bunny first arrived in America in the 1700s with German immigrants who settled in Pennsylvania and transported their tradition of an egg-laying hare named Osterhaus or Osterhaus. I'm not even going to pretend to be able to do German. Osterhaus. Their children made nests in which this creature would lay its colored eggs. Eventually... First of all, let's. It's a hair and it's laying eggs. That's a problem in and of itself. That's not very how, confusing. Um, that's that's not how, not that how that how works?
1: That
0: works. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's not that. That's not right. then, no wonder we have such a hard time in our school systems in America.
1: <laughs> Biology, anatomy, the U.S. So the does not understand.
0: Oh my gosh. Eventually, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Eventually, the custom spread across the U.S., and the fabled rabbit's Easter morning deliveries expanded to include chocolate and other types of candy and gifts, while decorated baskets replaced the nests. Additionally, children often left out carrots for the bunny in case he got hungry from all this hopping. Now, I never did that growing up, but I actually have met people since I've been an adult that when they were growing up, they left out carrots and would do that. But I never did, we
1: so didn't. I guess we were
0: just we just didn't care about the bunny getting any snacks. We just wanted what we wanted.
1: I was also scared of the Easter bunny, so that might That's have been true. why we didn't do it.
0: Fair. You still got your your baskets though, right? Yes. Yeah. See, you didn't have to leave out snacks. So, as a bonus, I also put a few little facts um, to leave with you to just kind of round out a couple of other traditions. So, Easter candy. Easter is just facts. Easter is the second best selling candy holiday in America after Halloween. Among the most popular sweet treats associated with this day are chocolate eggs, which date back to early 19th century Europe. Eggs have long been associated with Easter as a symbol of new life and Jesus' resurrection. I still don't really get that, but teaches them.
1: Another, it's lost on me. me.
0: Another egg shaped candy, the jelly bean, became associated with Easter in the 1930s, although the jelly bean's origins reportedly date all the way back to a biblical error concoction called a Turkish delight.
1: Can wait, how many jelly beans do you eat on average every Easter?
0: Mm, Zero.
1: Me too. I don't
0: like them. I've never liked them. I don't know how
1: popular it is. (laughs)
0: to each his own but uh, no thanks um they're always in the easter eggs whenever i would go easter egg hunting but i never ate them i want when as a kid i probably ate some but it was just kind of like it was at the bottom of my easter basket and that's the last candy i had so i better eat it or it was nothing
1: i've never gotten jelly beans for easter and in fact i may have gotten received jelly beans for some type of holiday and i can't tell you which one it is because i don't remember (sighs) Once.
0: I've definitely got it for Easter quite a lot, but it's not my favorite.
1: Okay. All right. So maybe it's just me.
0: It's just you. According, like so many things, according to the National Confectioners Association, over 16 billion jelly beans are made in the United States each year for Easter, enough to fill a giant egg measuring 89 feet high and 60 feet wide. For the past decade, a top-selling non-chocolate Easter candy, the top-selling non-chocolate Easter candy has been the marshmallow peep, a sugary pastel-colored confection that tastes nasty. The last part was added by me for your listening They're delicious. pleasure. They're, They're disgusting. Bethlehem, no. there, there is nothing I can think of that I want to eat less than a marshmallow covered with additional sugar and colored pastel. No, They're thank you. Amazing. In the shape of a freaking chick.
1: They're no so thanks. good. I love them.
0: I think it's just because you just want to eat birds in any form. Yes. Because you hate them.
1: No, I love birds. <laughs> I don't like dogs. Or geese. Or geese.
0: Bethlehem, Pennsylvania-based candy manufacturer Just Born, founded by Russian immigrant Sam Born in 1923, began selling peeps in the 1950s. The original peeps were handmade, marshmallow-flavored yellow chicks, but other shapes and flavors were later introduced, including a chocolate m- I didn't know that, including chocolate mousse bunnies. Ugh. I don't know. That might be less attractive to me than the peeps.
1: I don't. It sounds to be very fair. good. Ugh. It sounds you, like he's doing the Lord's work. See, part. we're on
0: opposite sides of the equation yet again. I am not one on the sweet side anyway. So this is all for you.
1: I mean, I don't typically eat sweets, but like Ugh. I would eat a peep like if there's a peep in my face i'm gonna eat it like
0: if i had to die or eat it i would definitely eat it but if i'm given the choice and i don't have to for any other reason i'm not gonna do it that's just me the kids love it lamb and other traditional easter foods Lamb is a traditional Easter food. Christians refer to Jesus as the Lamb of God. Though lamb at Easter also has roots in early Passover celebrations. Can we just reference for a second how creepy that sounds?
1: So wait, they're trying to eat Jesus?
0: Well, technically, um, in communion, that's what they say that they're doing—the body of Christ and all that.
1: This, all of this, just—I dark real quick. I can't wrap my head this, around this. This
0: one, the, the, the communion doesn't creep me out as much as this does. So you're eating lamb because Jesus is referred to as the lamb of God and he was murdered.
1: So you're going to roast So you're him celebrating it, it by
0: eating a lamb. I don't know. That kind of bothers me a little bit. <laughs> but it
1: There's also so- bothers me that a
0: lot of people eat ham. And I could be mistaken, but I believe pig is one of the things that Jewish people folks are not allowed to eat so i'm and a little confused there too jesus but was
1: jewish yeah I jesus mean, was Jewish. Man, there's
0: a lot jewish. of mixed messages coming along on this holiday is all i'm saying i
1: don't really understand i can i can't get behind eating a lamb to symbolize zombie jesus like
0: pretty gross in the story of exodus the people of egypt suffered a series of terrible plagues including the death of all firstborn sons israelites painted their doorposts painted why i don't know why it yeah red with sacrifice lamb's blood so that god would pass over their homes jews who convert
1: just just to talk about this like i remember learning about this in bible school study as a kid yes i went to church as a child, I'm surprised it, the whole church didn't go up in flames. Uh, truly, that was one of my favorite stories.
0: That doesn't surprise me.
1: Just fucking plagues coming out, and they're having to slaughter lambs, lambs and, to and save their lives. Blood everywhere. I was just like, this one day I'm gonna have a podcast. <laughs>
0: And we're not going to talk about it. Jews who converted to Christianity continued the tradition of eating lamb at Easter. Historically, lamb would have been one of the first fresh meats available after a long winter with no livestock to slaughter. Which is why it became their tradition. Which is so just weird. Because of, just because it was readily available.
1: Yeah, but lamb. I will like-
0: I've had lamb. Not a fan. Not a fan because of what it is, number one. But number two, it honestly just wasn't tasty at all i I I didn't find it appealing
1: love lamb i think i think when it's done right it's delicious Uh,
0: maybe it just wasn't done right i don't know but it was not appealing um, to me
1: it's some of the best meat i've probably ever had like hands down but also like to think about you know what we've been through a really long hard winter our potatoes ran out um we've shaved the sheep They've given us quilts and clothes, all this stuff. You know what? That's murder all their children. (laughs) Is slaughter them and eat them.
0: No, no, you're if you're if you're slaughtering the lambs, you're slaughtering their children. You're not slaughtering the sheep that have provided anything to you throughout the winter.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: So yeah, so there you go. Happy Easter.
1: Uh, uh, Mixed feelings. (laughs) This drink is delicious. (laughs) It's like a chocolate caramel strawberry. Um, So I don't
0: know if I answered anybody's questions. I feel better informed about why we follow crazy traditions that don't make any sense. They basically don't make any sense still because they're still not the actual traditions. We've just changed them drastically over the years. But they did have an origin and it kind of, sort of, not really made sense. Kind of like Krampus. So
1: None of it made sense. Krampus made more sense than this did. (laughs) <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna be bunny's
0: honest with you. Eggs. why you need to name this <laughs> bunnies laying. Bunnies eggs. laying
1: eggs, <laughs> giving out eggs. Um, the bunnies there to symbolize uh, the
0: eggs doesn't bother uh, me as much, but the laying Jesus of the eggs. Mom. Uh huh. Uh-uh.
1: No, what I. What I don't understand is that the bunny's supposed to be a symbolization of like, you know, a sex symbol, but Mary. Had the bunny, but she's a virgin, but she's a sex symbol. It was white, but also we're eating lambs because (laughs) lambs are Jesus. Did I get that right? Was that a good summary? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, close enough. To summarize it all, so which Mary is a sex symbol. Oh, also, there are witches and they go and hang out with Satan which sounds like a really good time. Uh, not gonna lie. Uh, Mary was... I think I'm having uh, a
0: fever dream right now.
1: <laughs> Mary was a sex symbol but was a virgin who had a child but also had other children but a virgin. Um, which good for her. Uh, and then So I have to carry a bunny around to be a sex symbol. Is that what you're saying?
0: That's not what that said at all, but okay.
1: I'm going to go to a pet That's what
0: you got out of it. So that's fine.
1: Uh, And then, and then now bunnies lay eggs. So we've completely changed how anatomy and science science.
0: There is, I believe one mammal that lays eggs.
1: Yes, maybe bunnies used to,
0: and it's not bunnies.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I was wrong.
0: They've all live birth, so. Uh,
1: let's see. Um, what did I miss?
0: They got it confused with the plastic. I, I, I still
1: can't. You know, it it was still creepy as a kid eating the body of Christ and the the blood of Christ. But I'm not gonna lie; the, the lamb land-
0: really strikes me as worse i don't know
1: it's it's really it is really worse the lamb of god you know what what we should do to celebrate the lamb of god we should slaughter a lamb and eat it like what i
0: don't know i don't know it's dark um sure.
1: well, are you just hungry we've
0: lost all of the christian followers so <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> they needed Snickers back then Wait, i think they are just hungry we're Look, both of us uh, uh, were raised in the, the faith, at least around it. I was brought up in it my entire life. Um, okay. I'm not away from it, but I'm not in it. So don't slam us about this it we are making jokes about it because it honestly doesn't make sense it, it doesn't
1: make you make really sense. Do
0: think about it it doesn't make sense however if that is your belief we are not making fun of you or your beliefs we're making fun of the traditions if you noted yeah um because the traditions don't make sense they, just like they christmas don't. So, uh we are very far removed from where they came from which was kind of the point uh but it's interesting to see where it came from
1: you can have your faith and not eat a symbol of jesus dying that's this all is very I'm accurate. Uh, make that's your why you. Diet.
0: That's why a lot yeah. of eat ham. I think mm-hmm. let's just get away yeah. from the lamb. That's well, let's a little just bit. Too get close
1: away to... from eating things that symbol somebody dying. Yeah, we brutally. did.
0: We had chicken tortilla soup. <laughs> I went completely away from all tradition this you know year, I, and I was fine with that.
1: I had uh, soup dumplings. <laughs> 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 I went with the uh, traditional. You made curry. it work. <laughs> Oh my God, no! But no, let's talk about like the wafers and the. All right, why before we get done, the body and the this blood. Well, we're days. talking about. Oh, no, okay. they were like. I
0: tried to stay away from this for this very reason, by the way, dear listeners. I tried. Anyway, go no,
1: ahead. no. I'm. I'm. First off, it is creepy, but second off, that shit slapped so hard. Like those were my favorite days because those little wafers tasted so good, and I remember. <laughs> As a child, I must agree. I was always hungry as a child. I don't, I I got fed enough. It was fine. Like I was okay. I was not starving. A little bit of
0: grape juice. Mm.
1: It was like, yeah. And it was not like watered down grape juice. I think that's what it was. So as a child, you go to church and you're like, so used to watered down like grape juice, any type of juice. You're like, it's. Your parents always water it down because it has too much sugar in it. Then you go to church, you get the, you get the little wafer cookie and you follow it up with that like just fucking concentrated sugar blast just right to the dome. And you're like, holy shit, I've been living my life entirely wrong at this point. I need to confess something uh, as if you are a Catholic priest. I was once invited back to help set up communion for church one day. And I ate like half a sleeve of those wafers.
0: That doesn't surprise me. As we
1: were setting it up and just drinking the juice. Not even a little bit. It was so good. I don't know what it is. You can buy those wafers online. I refuse to do it because I'm like, it feels wrong. It feels wrong for (laughs) you. I feel
0: like like it should. I feel like that's that's a good sign. You're not completely lost to us all. Um, But I also don't know why you enjoyed it so much because that definitely wasn't at the top of my list but i
1: don't know i just like i think it was the after juice it was like the sugary just
0: you just associate both of them together
1: i think so but i think that's why that juice tastes so good as a child you're like you're so used to like watered down juice that you're like this is the real shit this is what i've been living my entire life to taste and then you taste it and you're like you're never going back
0: so I'm just going to say that this episode went in a direction I definitely didn't anticipate. Um, you started I, it's, a it's podcast with, with
1: me. You know that's what's going to happen.
0: I'm used to it now, and I kind of fly with it. It's fine. Um, but that's all I have on, on my side. Um, I've given so, my So uh, nice. thanks for your feedback. I appreciate it. And the side quests are always nice.
1: You're welcome. Also, <laughs> this whole thing was very interesting and it helps fill in some holes but also leaves me with more questions than I had before. That's what I thought when I, I got done. Truly do not appreciate that. You're so. welcome. Well, look,
0: you do that often enough to me with the cases you bring, so you're welcome.
1: Uh ma'am, uh I do. <laughs> i wanted to be upset about it but it's true i'm sorry no
0: I, you like it it's fine
1: I, I do i do all right well good job uh we're not going to go through this spiel at the end of this uh this is a, bonus, a bonus episode and you're welcome so bye the Reaper will come for us all.